Hi, today is Christmas with another calendar. It's December 25th uh, with a different calendar. But it's January 7th today with uh, different calendars, two different calendars for Christmas. Anyways, my present to hip-hop is to explain how I see hip-hop music and um, music, uh, modern music. Basically, hip-hop in the 70s started a music way of uh, expression. And it has to do with black people, of course, you know, to say, listen, we're people and we're proud people and, you know, we're, we're even special people in a way. Like everybody's special, in my opinion. So it was it was the technology, the turntable technology, the record, the electromagnetic, the mixers, the recording that started hip-hop. In my opinion, I'll be blunt about it. Hip-hop was a bunch of black dudes, black brothers in New York, mainly the Bronx, I believe that could not sing a note, even if their life depended on it. They weren't the worst singers ever could be. You know what I'm saying? And they wanted to be on the record, and which is poetry. Hip-hop did not start poetry. Hip-hop did not start music. But it, but hip-hop did start combining music, and like there's no rule to what music you can use in hip-hop. And there's no notes or writing writing music. It's basically one rule of the hip-hop. There's no rule to it. So, you know, in New York City, they couldn't sing a note if they if their life depended on it. So they rapped, you know. They, they did poetry over the beat of the music at the time. Like I do, too. Like I sample music, like the original hip-hop, is because... It's necessity. And that's what hip-hop was. It was taking other people's music and rapping over it. And then eventually got more advanced to make original beats in the studio and, uh, you know, mixing and this and that, scratching. And uh, like I said, James Brown to me was one of the first rappers. There was there was other rappers too in the fifties, sixties, but he's the most popular of them all, James Brown. And he like blew up worldwide. And like you couldn't understand James that well. And the point is that he his 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 voice his 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 singing was an instrument and he would use his voice and bend and use his voice in different tones to be an instrument. And like I said, if you see rock and roll in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, the dominant instrument was the guitar, even Jimi Hendrix, the dominant uh, uh, instrument was guitar. Like for even for uh, folk music or Bob Dylan, the guitar was the the main instrument. But James Brown had guitar in his band, but it was drum and bass, African music. Drum and bass, you know what I'm saying? 
That's the difference between hip-hop and rock. You can have even guitar the main instrument in hip-hop, but it was drum and bass. And James Brown brought drum and bass, brought the vocals in a different way to use as an instrument. And then the 70s came along, and I know for a fact every fucking rapper in the Bronx knew who James Brown was and would listen to James Brown and they loved James Brown like we all love James Brown and they knew his music well. Every fucking rapper in New York City, even more than New York City. So indirectly, directly, you know, James Brown is the first rapper who to blow up worldwide, in my opinion. And like I said, they couldn't sing, the rappers. So they would rap in a, using their voice as an instrument Bending, bending words, bending, you know, to rhyme, bending tones to the best of their ability. And then it got more advanced. It got to the point where it got in the studio. And then Grandmaster Kaz, he wrote, you know, he got ripped off, actually, because Big Bang Hank, you know, promised them, give me your lyrics. And then what happened in 79 is, like, the two from Jersey, like he says... He took his place, and Grandmaster Kaz was a student at high school. He didn't know how to copyright the law and stuff. And then his lyrics started the first big record of hip-hop mainstream, Sugar Hill Gang. And the rest is history, like they say. But my point is that You have hip-hop, and to this day, samples is part of hip-hop. It will always be part of hip-hop because there's parts of music that captivate certain parts of music that are real. Like a song, even classical sampled, like the, it could be a boring song and have like a few seconds of high, high energy, electromagnetic energy, and you use that beat because it's like the whole song's boring or whatever, normal. And then you have that little part of the song, or uh, some people have a lot, and just loop it, repeat it, or mix it with other sounds that captivate the artist, which really gets you hype and happy. And, it, you know, your boost goosebumps, and your, you feel that, and it takes you back in time if you heard it from, from a kid to an adult. And... Like I said, hip-hop is a special music, and today there's all sorts of uh, artists today all over the world and for different themes in hip-hop. and it's, it's something that is electromagnetic technology was a way for hip-hop to start. If it didn't have the technology, it wouldn't be what it is today. Electromagnetic mixers, turntables, scratching... You know what I'm saying? If it didn't have the technology, it wouldn't be what it is. Even from the 50s, electric guitar amplifiers, speakers, you know. Um, and of course, it's the human, it's the artist that creates the music. And the black people uh, started hip-hop, and it's great. They're wonderful artists, and they're about the soul, you know, and about, about human rights. But there's other themes of hip-hop. People talk trash and people talk realness. 
And that's just part of the game, boasting from the beginning, you know. These young kids would boast about themselves and how dope they are and, you know, they're dope MCs and they're rich or famous or, you know, some artists talk about the dark side of life, the light side. There's gospel hip-hop too, you know. That's what I wanted to say about hip-hop. It's my present today to my opinion of hip-hop because, like I said, I'm not special or anything. I just lived lived through hip-hop myself, just like many artists. I lived through the beginning of hip-hop. And, um, you know, I'm 50 years old, and there was an anniversary, according to, you know, New York, you know, concert, 50 years old, 73. And I know hip-hop well, and I'm a fan of hip-hop. And I like positive hip-hop. And, you know, some some negative hip-hop's real, too. It's, you know, but... Don't take hip-hop seriously, because it's just a recording over and over again. It's just, it's someone's opinion. It's poetry. Any type of poetry, books, magazines, TV, any recorded thing, don't take it serious. You know, some people just talk big hype around certain artists. Drake said, you know, the hype's so big, I can sell a blank disc or even in art. It depends who drew it, like the hype. That's why I love Public Enemy because there are artists that we all like and it's the hype, you know, is the hype. Oh, number one album. Ah, they have to be good because they're number one. It's everyone has different tastes in music anyways. And I just want to say one last thing. The, the white kids especially in the 80s had it bad that were hip-hop fans, you know what I'm saying? Because they were called us wigger, they called us wannabes. Like we didn't, like music is universal and no one should judge anyone the type of melodies they like. And, you know, it's just music. And if we like music as white people, black people, brown people, red people, it's our right. We shouldn't be judged, you know, because there was hatred against blacks. And that's the only reason why these white people don't listen or hated hip hop was because they're racist. They hated black people. And that's all I have to say for now. Don't hate anyone. Music is universal. It's a recording book, magazine, whatever. Don't take it seriously. It's just if you like it, if it makes you feel good, listen to it. If it doesn't, just say, I don't like it. I like it or I do. Whatever. Peace.